Our own Kelly O'Donnell reports that it's possible that we might not even get uh, to learn who actually brought uh, this small bag is. So I'm sure that's a sigh of relief to whoever sort of made the boneheaded move of bringing a bag of cocaine to the White yeah. House. Ah, uh, yes. Well, the news media is in there. They're getting a little giggle out of it. And uh, you see, um, you know, it's where Kamala Harris parks uh, her limousine and, and walks into the White House. I, this might explain an awful lot. <laughs> I hadn't noticed her gnashing her teeth or rubbing her nose like Hunter Biden on the Truman balcony the other night. You see Hunter Biden on the... This video is really interesting of the Biden family on the balcony, the Truman balcony as it's known. It was added to the White House during the remodel that took place during the Harry Truman administration. He lived across the street at Blair House while they uh, largely gutted and remodeled the White House, and they added the balcony, so they call it the Truman Balcony. And uh, the Biden family, uh, as such as it is, was gathered on the on the Truman Balcony for the fireworks, and it looked like the fireworks really were going on inside the Biden family because uh, not a Dr. Jill Biden was, uh, boy, she was grabbing the railing there like uh, she was on the deck of the Titanic and who was behind her and just clutching it. And she had a look on her face like she was experiencing a medical exam of some kind and uh, didn't look happy at all, to say the very least. And just behind her, there was Hunter Biden who was pacing back and forth furtively, uh, rubbing his hands through his hair again and again and again, turned away from Dr. Jill Biden, who was giving him the cold shoulder big time because she's like, he's coked up again. You know, you might draw that conclusion if you watch the video very closely and repeatedly, as I did with my best girl last night. And we, on the Jumbotron, and uh, hit the little rewind on the DVR again and again, did a freeze frame or two as Hunter Biden's walking away behind Jill and Joe. Joe Biden is there, too. But he's standing there with that idiot pumpkin smile on his face and uh, not knowing what's going on anywhere around him. And there goes Hunter, uh, again, uh, cutting left, cutting right, and he uh, zips away. And and, uh, Dr. Jill Biden just wanted nothing to do with any of this. And uh, there goes Hunter, hands through the hair again, hands through the hair again. Uh, then he, he goes walking away, and you see him with his right hand uh, grab his nose and kind of flick his nostrils a couple of times. And Jill is looking off into the distance. You know, uh, you remember when you are a kid and your mom was really furious? That never happened to me, of course. But And your mom was really furious, and she's just got locked jaw and pursed lips and squinty eyes, and, and her body language is rigid, and she's not more. Well, that was uh, uh, not a Dr. Jill Biden on the Truman Balcony on the 4th of July. Uh, we should, we should uh, in case people haven't seen that video, you got to watch it pretty closely and do it frame by frame. But um, it looks like there is no fun in, uh, uh, in uh, the Biden family these days, <laughs> depending on how you score. And Hunter was there with his, I guess, his latest wife and what he's got a three-year-old child with the latest wife. And then he's got the four-year-old child with the exotic dancer from the Gentleman's Club in Washington, D.C., who now lives in Arkansas, London, Roberts. Seems like a higher quality person, really, than pretty much any member of the Biden family. And you see that um, Newsweek magazine had a story just the other day, is Hunter Biden living in the White House? And they don't have an answer to the question because the White House won't even answer questions like that. It's pretty extraordinary stuff. The answer is nobody knows. 
So that's not really an answer at all. But that's perfectly normal for the Biden White House and the Biden administration because, you know, that's who they are. They're, uh, they're wackadoodle do. And the Media Research Center, I hope to get into this a little bit later on today. The Media Research Center, the great Brent Bozell organization, they, uh, they put together a, uh, an analysis, an analysis, cringe, cringe Jean-Pierre dodges questions on Biden scandals. And uh, since January, January through June of this year, Cringe has taken 252 questions, you know, all the Biden scandals and everything, and 2% of the questions have been answered uh, with direct responses. Otherwise, uh, 98%, as you might imagine, not really answered at all. And we'll get into that because that's your... When you're a Democrat, that's okay. The news media is fine with that. Uh, Speaking of homicides in Washington, D.C., more tragic stories, an unbelievably tragic story of an a a man from Afghanistan who worked for more than 10 years with U.S. Special Operations Forces as a translator, putting his own life at risk and uh, working for the United States of America, betrayed by Joe Biden, of course, with the disastrous uh, withdrawal that uh, looked worse than Saigon. And and he he was able to flee to the United States of America, either with his four children, as most of the news media is reporting, and his wife, uh, or his five children, as the Washington Post is reporting today, but don't depend on them to get anything right. And and the poor man came to the United States with his family. He moved to Philadelphia, the brother, the city of brotherly love, and decided it was too dangerous. He just fled Afghanistan. He went to uh, you know, the birthplace of our democracy, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, decided it was much too dangerous uh, for himself and for his family that they couldn't live there. So he fled and moved to Alexandria, Virginia, just across the mighty Potomac River from our nation's capital. And, uh, and he's, uh, he was living there with his family, working as a Lyft driver. You know, a Lyft driver. It's like Uber, but it's Lyft. And uh, he was in northeast Washington, D.C. the other day when uh, four young Democrat men, the sons of Democrats, murdered him. He was murdered. And the special operations forces that worked with uh, the nice men, not happy about this at all. But, you know, homicides are up in our nation's capital by 19% this year. It's a small city, you know, 600,000 people or so, 129 homicides so far this year. And uh, it's not in the news, and the Democrats don't really seem to care. There are uh, lots of uh, lots of stories on this uh, having to do with all of this. Ten killings in five days in Washington, D.C. Leave an international trail of grief, the Washington Post headline. And I hope to get to that uh, Hope to get to that as well. Lots of amazing stuff. Also, their lead story today, and, and it's uh, don't get me wrong, they're not being critical of Joe Biden. They're praising him. The headline in the lead story today is, Cluster Bombs on Way to Kiev. Cluster Bombs? Cluster Bombs on Way to Kiev? That's uh, in Ukraine. They mispronounce it as Kiev, but it's Kiev. And uh, Cluster Bombs on Way to Kiev. Biden move bypasses U.S. law. So he's violating the law uh, having to do with cluster bombs, and he's sending cluster bombs to, to Ukraine to drop bombs, um, probably on children, probably because that's the way the Democrats usually like it. Excessive dud rate in munitions for Ukraine. It's about 1%, never mind that. But the Biden administration has approved a provision of the U.S., um, uh, uh, the provision of U.S. cluster munitions, you know, cluster bombs, they drop little bomblets and they break up into fragmentation uh, things, and they're anti-personnel, that is, uh, people, 
bombs. And uh, But hang on a second, because uh, President Biden has uh, himself personally approved the provision of U.S. cluster munitions. So it's, you know, like a cluster beep and uh, cluster munitions for Ukraine uh, with uh, a drawdown of the weapons from Defense Department stocks, say they say. The move, which will bypass U.S. law prohibiting the production, use, or transfer of cluster munitions, no problem. See, they're fine. They're good with that. Why would that be a problem? So it's illegal. It's against the law. It's on the front page of the Washington Post. They're cluster bombs, and uh, and uh, nobody in the news media will even raise an eyebrow. That's it. Now, they, they put it on the front page this uh, Friday, the Washington Post did, and then they're done with it, and they're going to talk to a bunch of people who say it's real good, it's good. No, that's real good. We love cluster munitions. Cluster bombs are us. They kill lots of children, and we like that. So the, uh, <laughs> the Democrat Party... And uh, their love of war in the military-industrial complex. You you may remember there was no war in Europe when uh, Donald Trump was president of the United States. No war at all. And then Joe Biden, because uh, Donald Trump was not the president of the military-industrial complex. Joe Biden is. And you may remember also that while Barack Obama received the Nobel Peace Prize for showing up. Remember that? Uh, Nobel Peace Prize and the Obama-Biden administration then went on to bomb more countries and uh, send ground troops also, but bomb more countries than any president of the United States since World War II. And he's got the Nobel Peace Prize at home because, you know, the Nobel uh, Committee has no sense of irony either. A bunch of lefties, uh, he got the Nobel Peace Prize for melanin, and uh, then he bombed more countries than any president since World War II. But pay no attention to that because why would that be an issue? And now, cluster munitions for everyone. Yay, cluster munitions. And that's, you know, there's an old uh, term that people use in Washington, D.C. that I can't use here uh, that begins with cluster. And, uh, and Hunter Biden and, and, excuse me, Joe Biden. What's the difference? Uh, Joe Biden is, uh, he is that as president of the United States. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of which, there is an amazing motion picture that is in theaters now. It's called The Sound of Freedom, The Sound of Freedom. And it's about, um, you know, people like Jeffrey Epstein and, and uh, I guess, you know, Bill Clinton, child sex rings, and that teacher in Texas. Remember the teacher in Texas? Let's not be critical of people just because they want to have sex with five-year-olds. Right? Uh, this is what the Democrats are teaching. They're sexualizing children younger and younger, kindergarten, gay uh, twerking parties, transgender for kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. That's what they're fighting over in Florida. That's what the Democrats are fighting for, is gay trans indoctrination for kindergarten and first, second, third grade. And if you're not with them, then you're a terrible person, right? And if you're for uh, all of that, then you're a good person, because that's the left-wing worldview. Completely crazy. But the sound of freedom exposes the... Uh, the global, the worldwide, including here in the United States, child trafficking and child sex trafficking. And then uh, it's a horrible thing, but I'll uh, share with you some some uh, information on this from one of the producers and one of the stars of the uh, of the film. And it's in theaters. And I I heard reported today, I need to check this out, that the film, although the left-wing film people, the Hollywood people and Netflix, which Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are a big part of, they got tens of millions of dollars, from Netflix for nothing, 
uh, because it's good to be a Democrat, and, and Democrats are corrupt. See, that's uh, uh, every one of them, Chris? Almost. You know, I, I can't say everyone. I'd have to do a head count and then get back to you. But, uh, boy, is it pervasive. Netflix turned the movie down. Uh, other distributors turned the movie down. Now it's in theaters. They finally got a, uh, a deal for distribution. And uh, according to reports, at least, it is um, uh, beating the Indiana Jones movie at the box office because Hollywood has no idea what the American people want, nor do they care, honestly. Um, but they're changing the Barbie movie to accommodate communist China because if communist China says jump, Hollywood says how high, and they're going to change the Barbie movie for kiddies because the communists want it changed and they get final cut. They get final cut on Hollywood movies if you want to show the, the movies to the commies. And uh, there's slavery there, by the way, and Hollywood is fine with that. They like slavery because they're Democrats, and the Democrat Party is the party of slavery and the bullwhip and plantations and the Confederacy. And they give us the KKK and Jim Crow and uh, standing in schoolhouse doors. They gave us James Earl Ray. They, uh, the Democrat Party has quite a history. If uh, only people would call them on it, that would be, that'd be nice. So I've got uh, updates for you on, um, on those, on those things, many things. Um, amazing, amazing things. Oh, and also, uh, since you mentioned Hunter Biden and the Biden family on the Truman balcony, yesterday the whole story changed. And uh, the whole BS narrative that they, the lie uh, that they peddled to the American people just went the way of, you know, Hunter Biden's bank account. It, uh, it uh, honestly, it turns out that the cocaine was not found in some public area where tourists go and the press go. And they've been telling us all this. They had that John Miller guy on CNN with the Democrat anchor, Jake Tapper, and, and all this stuff. And they're lying to us and lying to us. Oh, yeah, anybody could have. It could have been the mailman. It could have been kids riding by on their bicycles. No, now it turns out it was uh, by the Situation Room, which is the highly, that's where uh, Barack Obama went in his golf clothes. Remember the day that brave Americans went and killed Osama bin Laden? And uh, my sources tell me that Barack Obama was kept out of the loop on that because they thought he'd put the kibosh on it, just like Bill Clinton did uh, when he was president when they could have killed Osama bin Laden long before September 11th and prevented it from ever happening. And then you may remember that uh, it was a Clinton Justice Department woman, Jamie Gorelick, that uh, she's the one who said, oh, no, U.S. intelligence can't speak to the FBI because they might, you know, find out about this al-Qaeda plot and stop September 11th from happening. How Jamie Gorelick sleeps at night, I don't know. Uh, But, you know, Democrats. All right, so we've got uh, new jobs numbers today. Not what they were supposed to be. Not what they were supposed to be. The big lie uh, about uh, where the cocaine was in the White House, that's uh, that's fun stuff. And and how old should a U.S. president be? There's a new poll out that uh, tells what what we think uh, about the answer to that question. That's coming up. We're at 888-630-9625 and a whole lot more. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. 
Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. So lately, I've been on a mission to change the way people view their finances and to encourage people to overcome obstacles and adversity. It's just more and more important to me every day. So I've teamed up with the folks at Life Surge. Life Surge is a one-day faith-based event where you'll walk in hungry for success and you'll leave ready to build your resources to leave an impact on others. We're talking faith-fueled finance, growing resources, crushing obstacles, and then, yeah, using it all for something way bigger than yourself. I'll be joining Life Surge in Cincinnati on Saturday, August 3rd. Joining me in Cincinnati is Nick Vujicic, the man with no arms or legs that speaks about his trials and triumphs. Soul surfer and author Bethany Hamilton, Duck Dynasty's Willie Robertson, and author and pastor Craig Groeschel, star of CNBC's The Prophet, Marcus Lemonis, and Bethel Music. That's Life Surge Cincinnati on Saturday, August 3rd. Tickets are on sale exclusively at lifesurge.com. I hope to see you there. Ah, yes. Well, the, uh, the Washington Post, again, on the front page has their story there. They're not entirely disapproving of Joe Biden breaking the law uh, to send cluster bombs to Ukraine. Uh, they're, they're basically fine with it, even though they're covering cluster bombs on way to Kiev. Biden move bypasses U.S. law. Uh, not really a problem. The New York Times has a story on it as well. Biden weighs giving Ukraine weapons banned by many U.S. allies. Now, he, it's, uh, the, this was the New York Times is behind the Times because the Washington Post here in our nation's capital says uh, President Biden has approved, has approved. So uh, once again, the New York Times, they're trying to spin and trying to help their, uh, their boy in the White House who goes around bumping into furniture. Did you see him grab the little kids yesterday and take him to the Oval Office? Is that yet? Oh, I think maybe that was Fourth of July. Uh, the video just emerged yesterday. Creepy, more creepy stuff with the kids. Keep them away from the kids. Um, but the New York Times: Biden weighs giving Ukraine weapons banned by many allies, and they uh, report that uh, widely banned weapons known to cause grievous injury to civilians, comma especially children. And you know they care very deeply about children. They view them as sex objects, but. Never mind that. On Thursday, Mr. Biden appeared on the verge of providing, Washington Post says he did, of providing the cluster munitions to Ukraine, a step that would sharply separate him from many of his closest allies, not ours, but his, who have signed an international treaty banning the use, stockpiling, or transfer of such weapons. Now, this is uh, the Democrat Party, the Party of War, uh, only if you count the Civil War, World War One, World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War. They uh, say in the New York Times, Secretary Antony Blinken, you know him, he's, uh, she'd be making sandwiches somewhere, recommended he make the move at a meeting of top national security officials last week. And now the Washington Post says he has approved the transfer of these illegal weapons banned by international treaty uh, and wait till you hear what Jen Psaki had to say about this. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. It's Friday. This is kind of nice. Like it's uh, talked to a lot of people who said it's felt like a long week. I don't know why exactly, but I've heard a number of people say that. Many people, a lot of people saying that. People all over the place. All right, let's get to uh, some of this uh, crazy because the you know Joe Biden, the warmonger, the uh, military-industrial complex guy, and and he's not on our side, and he's a crook in my humble estimation, and. And uh, what with the millions and millions of dollars from, uh, what do we have, Romania and Ukraine and China and Russia and the tax evasion and the LLCs and the, the front groups and all this stuff. But now we've got uh, the widely banned weapons known as uh, cluster munitions that the New York Times says caused grievous injury to civilians, especially children. And uh, the Washington Post says, of course, that Joe Biden is going to have to bypass U.S. law uh, and ignore inter- international uh, treaty to transfer cluster munitions to Ukraine because Volodymyr Zelensky says they work real good at killing the Russians and because they're hiding, you know, they're hiding in the trenches and the pits like the troglodytes and we need the cluster munitions to, <laughs> to kill the Russians because they're hiding. So Mr. Biden appeared on the verge, and then he approved the cluster munitions to Ukraine, a step that would sharply sharply separate him from many of his closest allies, but not our closest allies, who have signed an international treaty banning the use, stockpiling, or transfer of cluster munitions. And Antony Blinken uh, advised that we should do it because he's our chief diplomat. You know, that's what uh, diplomacy is uh, when you're a Democrat. That's why the Democrats always end up bombing so many people. But never mind that. So <clears throat> Mr. Biden, the New York Times says, has come under steady pressure from President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine, who argues that the munitions which disperse tiny deadly bomblets are the best way to kill Russians who are dug into trenches. See, they have dug into the trenches. They're hiding in the pits. And we need the little bomblets to go and find them and, and blow them up and kill them. Part of the concern uh, has been that the United States would appear to lose the moral high ground. They would just appear, and then the New York Times and the Washington Post would clean that up for them, using a weapon that much of the world has condemned and, in fact, banned by treaty, and Russia has used with abandon. Hey, Yorgi, you have any more of those cluster munitions? Because I like to kill the children, you know. The administration has also been aware that sending the munitions to Ukraine would be enormously unpopular among allies and members of Mr. Biden's own party. Over the years, many Democrats have led the charge to ban the use of the weapons by American troops. Well, these are Ukrainian troops, so you you can see the important difference there. When five days into the war, Jen Psaki, you remember her, 
She was a Democrat political apparatchik. Now she is one hour anchor woman at NBC News byproduct MSDNC, and she is good over there. She has gasoline colored hair, like Colonel Kleb in From Russia with Love. She has spike in shoe. And uh, then uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was asked about the Russian use of unconventional weapons, shall we say, including cluster munitions, she said. And uh, she said, well, let's, uh, we actually have that for you because we've got magic machines. And uh, Michael Pierce, he knows how to do stuff like this. So here was the reporter question. Hey, hey, Jen Psaki, I like your gasoline-colored hair. <laughs> You know that the Russians, they are using the cluster munitions on the people in Ukraine. What should you think about that, eh? Um, there are reports of illegal cluster bombs and vacuum bombs being used by the Russians. Uh, if that's true, what is the next step of this administration? And is there a red line for how much violence uh, will be tolerated against civilians in this manner that's illegal and potentially a war crime? Uh, illegal. She said illegal twice in the question, the cluster munitions, and potentially a war crime. She uh, said uh, illegal twice and then war crime once. Uh, what is the next step, she wants to know. Hey, Yorgi, what's the next step? <laughs> and it turns out the next step is to send in our own cluster munitions, which are, you know, illegal and potentially a war crime. And what did um, the uh, gasoline hair Jen Psaki have to say? about the Russians using the illegal war crimes weapons in Ukraine. Here's what Jen Psaki had to say. It is. It would be. I don't have any confirmation of that. We have seen the reports. It uh, would be. If, if that were true, it would potentially be a war crime. Obviously, there are a range of international fora that would assess that. Fora. Um, so certainly we would look to that to be a part of that conversation. Flora, fauna, and, uh, <laughs> and fora, the plural of forum. Uh, now, that, is, uh, that was Jen Psaki when she was the White House spokesmodel. Now she's a journalist. <laughs> she was never a journalist. <laughs> she has zero. Ju- she uh, got out of college, went immediately to work for left-wing Democrats, uh, made her way to White House spokesmodel, never did anything but Democrat Party politics. The moment she left, uh, presto, like magic, like uh, putting sea monkeys in water, she, um, she became a journalist, just like George Stephanopoulos just like Jake Tapper. Uh, it's amazing stuff. Like Chunk, Chunk Todd. Uh, it's the best way, the quickest way, the most direct path to a job as an anchor person, anchor man or anchor woman. It's not anchor lady, it's anchor man. And uh, the uh, quickest path is through Democrat Party politics. That's the road to success in journalism today. That's it. So yes, she said, yes, illegal uh, potential war crimes. And now... Joe Biden, proud war criminal. <laughs> I'm loving the war crimes now because the cluster munitions get into the pits and they kill the Russians, and then later on the children find them, think they're toys, and blow themselves up. Whereas, uh, you know, if only Princess Diana were here to help with this, if she hadn't been murdered by Queen Elizabeth in that tunnel in, in Paris in a high-speed chase with the paparazzi. But that's another story for another day. So, I'm not here to ask questions. You forget to whom you're speaking. That's exactly right. See, that was Jen Psaki on her way out the door, on her way to MSNBC. If you do, you will be shot. <laughs> See? And, uh, and now the cluster munitions. Cluster munitions for everyone. More than 100 nations have signed a 15-year-old treaty 
That's a very poorly written uh, sentence in the New York Times. They should say 15 years ago, uh, more than 100 nations signed a treaty banning the uh, use of cluster munitions, but what they wrote very poorly, more than 100 nations have signed a 15-year-old treaty banning the use of cluster munitions. But okay. Children who have picked up duds that failed to go off and the initial attacks only to explode long after the conflict is over. And uh, this is Joe Biden. This is he's building his legacy, see? And uh, and we've got to share that uh, video. Kevin is in today. Kevin, you see that video of the Biden family on the Truman balcony where they all look very, very uncomfortable and, and Hunter is uh, rubbing his hands through his hair again and again and furtively uh, rubbing his nose as he walks away. And Jill Biden looks more angry than any woman anybody's ever seen since Ava Braun committed suicide in the in the bunker. <laughs> she was really angry, disappointed. She thought the Reich was going to last a thousand years. So naturally she was quite angry. And uh, <laughs> so your socialist workers, where's your socialist workers party now? Huh? So we got that. <laughs> that is, uh, that's great. Uh, and all right, let's, uh, we've got a uh, telephone call. We can take a telephone call and we've got a lot of other crazy Mostly crazy Democrat, not 100%, but mostly, almost all, crazy Democrat party stuff. Uh, Let's go to uh, the telephones. Let's go to Michael calling from Potomac, Maryland. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. This reminded me, it wasn't that long ago, I think it was like 2007, the United States State Department made a report to Congress uh, condemning Israel for probably violating uh, cluster bomb agreements. Uh, they're very, very upset with uh, our only friend in the Middle East for possibly using cluster munitions in the Lebanon war. But now it's really good stuff. It's really good. We like it now. Now, as long as we're the ones doing it, it's OK. And and we did not sign the treaty. We have not signed this treaty. And Russia has not signed the treaty. So uh, technically, they're not in violation of the treaty because they didn't sign on to it. Not that that would have any teeth anyway. And interestingly, Michael. Ukraine has also never signed treaties so they can use the munitions without consequence from treaty people in the many fora. Uh, isn't it amazing? Yeah, I think you should use that accent for the rest of the show. Really like it. I, <laughs> I am now. I see, I'm, I'm always reminded of uh, like SCTV and John Candy and Yorgi. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this, but it was uh, classic oh, yeah. stuff. You know, hey, Yorgi. And... Uh, Hey, Yorgi was a very funny character on SCTV, Second City TV, and John Candy was, uh, was Yorgi. And uh, he walked outside to discover that the hood of his car was up and there were elbow straws stuffed into his car battery. You probably, nobody remembers this except me. Uh, but uh, it was, hey, Yorgi, and my, my younger brothers. And, uh, and it's, hey, Yorgi. And, and it turns out <laughs> that Uzbeks, he said Uzbeks are, had been drinking their battery fluid uh, and they were very upset because they couldn't start their car because Uzbeks had been drinking their battery fluid. And, you know, I, I grew up during the Cold War, Michael, and during the Cold War, we did a lot of accents, you know. <laughs> we did Russian accents, and we did German accents, of course, because there were, you know, a lot of fathers all over the place where World War II people and everybody did German accents growing up. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was always, it was always great stuff. Uh, hey, Yorgi, you found Hey, Yorgi? Here's oh, no! Uzbeks have drunk my battery fluid! I knew this would happen! See, it's, uh, <laughs> Uzbeks drunk his uh, battery fluid. I knew, I knew this would happen. How he knew that would happen, nobody knew. 
Um, but yeah, the uh, the Israelis, the U.S. condemned uh, the United States, and the Democrats led the way because they're anti-Israel. But now they're pro-cluster munition, which is interesting, isn't it, Michael? Uh, it's a cluster something, that's for sure. It is. It is definitely a cluster. It is. <laughs> it's a cluster expletive deleted, and and that's your Biden administration, aren't they wonderful? And isn't it good to be a Democrat? Because, uh, and and let me also say that if the Republicans were doing this and the Democrats had control of the House of Representatives, that the Democrats would go to the floor of the House of Representatives and they would pound machetes on the podium. And uh, like Manuel Noriega, remember I had to have a listener straighten me out on Manuel Noriega with the machete and uh, the pineapple. But the Democrats would go to the, to the floor of the House of Representatives. They would pound the table. They would scream and yell. They'd pull their hair out. They'd, uh, they'd throw their koofies to the ground. They would, they would uh, tear their clothes, rend their clothes. And they'd go out into the steps of the Capitol and sing, you know, God bless America or something and have a photo up and there'd be tears streaming down their faces. It'd all be completely fake and contrived, of course. But uh, Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans should uh, take him to task on this because Jen Psaki, just uh, not so long ago before she became an award-winning million-dollar journalist on NBC News, she, uh, she said it would be a war crime. And now uh, in the Biden administration getting in line to become... War criminals, isn't Joe Biden an aspiring war criminal? <laughs> Let's not get all caught up in who cluster bombed who. That's exactly right. Get all caught up in, and that's a, you know that is a great reference, Michael. That's that's great. That's a that's a Monty Python reference, of course, from Monty it Python is. and the uh, the Holy Grail. Uh, great stuff when they got to got to the castle and okay uh, because we you know we have a great library of all these. Uh, <laughs> is supposed to be a happy occasion. Let's not bicker and argue about who killed who. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a crazy world out there, and uh, you just have to have the right attitude about it all, I think. Yeah, they ought to sell tickets. <laughs> they ought to sell tickets. Michael, thank you very much, buddy. Have a great weekend. You uh, too. Bye. I'll, I'll see, you around, uh, see you around the neighborhood. He's in in uh, Potomac, Maryland, not too far out of Washington, D.C. All right, so we got uh, got to uh, do all kinds of uh, crazy stuff because they're crazy Democrats. All right, let's grab, uh, let's grab one more phone call. Uh, and, uh, again, a great deal of uh, news and, and madness to get to from the White House to um, the murders in Washington and Afghanistan. We've got, uh, uh, we got Bud Light. I got a Bud Light story, too. You see the story of the guy stealing Bud Light? Stealing Bud Light. And it's like the company was happy. Uh, somebody's got to take it off their hands. Let's go to Donna calling from Frederick, Maryland. Donna, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, good morning, uh, Chris. I got to say, the Monty Python things that Michael Piercy throws in there are fantastic. They really just light the show up on a Friday morning. <laughs> and I want to say to you, speaking of which, your Newsmax show is fantastic, and I've watched quite a few episodes, but last night I really tuned in. And my favorite aspect about it is how you always summarize it with one small comment with an exclamation point at the end. And it's it's really great. I like the whole format. It's different than the radio. It's excellent. I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed it. You're very kind. Thank you very much. I uh I was happy with last night's show. I was happy with the show night before last as well. I'm not always happy, but I'm I'm a pretty uh, harsh uh, critic of uh, my own of my own self. 
But, uh, Don, I'm very uh, glad that, uh, that you called in to say that. I, I'm uh, glad you like the show. It is, you know, it's brand new. It's still brand new. We've only been doing it for uh, a matter of weeks now. Um, and we're still uh, refining and uh, still in the, to some degree or another, still in the getting to know you phase because, uh, and a lot of new people rotating through the panel, uh, me plus four people. Um, Jen Pellegrino is there uh, pretty much every night. She was on vacation, um, I guess, last week. But so was I. So so there's that. But uh, thank you, Donna. And we love Monty Python. And not everybody uses Second City TV. And Uzbeks drank our battery fluid. <laughs> I knew this would happen. <laughs> Plus their bombs. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. In your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberry. Now, the whole cocaine in the White House story has uh, taken a turn uh, that is <clears throat> a bad turn for the White House, the Biden White House, and the whole Biden family and everything. Uh, but it is. Uh, it's interesting. I played for you. Was it just yesterday, Michael, that we played the D.C. Uh, fire Department, uh, the cocaine and and all that stuff? But we played the audio of the when the white powdery substance was found in a dime size bag using street drug jargon. Um, the the White House called the Secret Service called the uh, Washington, D.C. Fire Department. Right. D.C.F.D. Uh, their hazmat team came in to assess what the powder was, and it's you know almost hilarious. It turned out to be cocaine, and uh, we got a hold of the Daily Mail. Got a hold of the audio. It really infuriated Mike the Lib, and um, and this is the audio of the D.C. Fire Department saying. And this started a big rumor that I want to clarify for all of you. Repeat. I didn't copy your results on the Gemini. Gemini's results are new. I found. With a red bar, they match found in the library. We'll go ahead and back and come on up. Correct the record has that. We have a result on the Gemini. We have a yellow bar stating cocaine, hydrochloride, path number 53-21-4. Now, that was D.C. Fire Department, not Secret Service. And uh, they were called in their hazmat. White House doesn't have their own hazmat team. And the uh, D.C. Fire Department hazmat guy is using a device called the Gemini device. Now, i got to give James Rosen of Newsmax uh, credit for this because he provided me photographs of the, uh, I was discussing it with him last night, of the Gemini handheld uh, analysis device. And on the device, you can see one of the windows is library. Because it has a library, once it uh, analyzes the powdery substance, it goes to its internal library to assess what the white powdery substance is. I will uh, tweet this out. I'll share this with you.
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.